Chapters 51 through 59 of First Clement, Robert's Donaldson Version. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information and to find out how you can volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Sam Stinson. Chapter 51 Let us therefore implore forgiveness for all those transgressions which, through any suggestion of the adversary, we have committed. And those who have been the leaders of sedition and disagreement ought to have respect to the common hope. For such as live in fear and love would rather that they themselves than their neighbors should be involved in suffering. And they prefer to bear blame themselves rather than that the conquered which has been well and piously handed down to us should suffer. For it is better that a man should acknowledge his transgressions than that he should harden his heart as the hearts of those were hardened who stirred up sedition against Moses, the servant of God, and whose condemnation was made manifest to all. For they went down alive into Hades, and death swallowed them up. Pharaoh with his army, and all the princes of Egypt, and the chariots with their riders, were sunk in the depths of the Red Sea, and perished, for no other reason than that their foolish hearts were hardened, after so many signs and wonders had been wrought in the land of Egypt by Moses, the servant of God. End of chapter 51. Chapter 52. The Lord, brethren, stands in need of nothing, and he desires nothing of any one, except that confession be made to him. For says the elect David, I will confess to the Lord, and that will please him, more than a young bullock that has horns and hoofs. Let the poor see it, and be glad. And again he says, Offer to God the sacrifice of praise, and pay your vows to the Most High, and call upon me in the day of your trouble. I will deliver you, and you shall glorify me. For the sacrifice of God is a broken spirit. End of chapter 52. Chapter 53. Ye understand, beloved, you understand well the sacred scriptures, and you have looked very earnestly into the oracles of God. Call then these things to your remembrance. When Moses went up into the mount and abode there with fasting and humiliation forty days and forty nights, the Lord said to him, Moses, Moses, get down quickly from here, for your people whom you brought out of the land of Egypt have committed iniquity. They have quickly departed from the way in which I commanded them to walk, and have made to themselves molten images. And the Lord said to him, I have spoken to you once and again, saying, I have seen this people, and behold, it is a stiff-necked people. Let me destroy them and blot out their name from under heaven, and I will make you a great and wonderful nation, and one much more numerous than this. But Moses said, Far be it from you, Lord. Pardon the sin of this people, else blot me also out of the book of the living. O oh, marvelous love! O oh, insuperable perfection! The servant speaks freely to his Lord, and asks forgiveness for the people, or begs that he himself might perish along with them. End of chapter 53. Chapter 54. Who then among you is noble-minded, who compassionate, who full of love? Let him declare, if on my account sedition and disagreement and schisms have arisen, I will depart. I will go away whithersoever you desire, 
and I will do whatever the majority commands. Only let the flock of Christ live on terms of peace with the presbyters set over it. He that acts thus shall procure to himself great glory in the Lord, and every place will welcome him, for the earth is the Lord's, and the fullness thereof. These things they who live a godly life that is never to be repented of, both have done and always will do. End of chapter 54 Chapter 55 To bring forward some examples from among the heathen, many kings and princes in times of pestilence, when they had been instructed by an oracle, have given themselves up to death, in order that by their own blood they might deliver their fellow citizens from destruction. Many have gone forth from their own cities, that so sedition might be brought to an end within them. We know many among ourselves, who have given themselves up to bonds, in order that they might ransom others. Many too have surrendered themselves to slavery, that with the price which they received for themselves, they might provide food for others. Many women also, being strengthened by the grace of God, have performed numerous manly exploits. The blessed Judith, when her city was besieged, asked of the elders permission to go forth into the camp of the strangers, and exposing herself to danger, she went out for the love which she bare to her country, and people then besieged. And the Lord delivered Holofernes into the hands of a woman. Esther, also being perfect in faith, exposed herself to no less danger, in order to deliver the twelve tribes of Israel from impending destruction. For with fasting and humiliation she entreated the everlasting God, who sees all things, and he, perceiving the humility of her spirit, delivered the people for whose sake she had encountered peril. End of chapter 55 Chapter 56 Let us then also pray for those who have fallen into any sin, that meekness and humility may be given to them, so that they may submit, not to us, but to the will of God. For in this way they shall secure a fruitful and perfect remembrance from us, with sympathy for them, both in our prayers to God and our mention of them to the saints. Let us receive correction, beloved, on account of which no one should feel displeased. Those exhortations by which we admonish one another are both good in themselves, and highly profitable, for they tend to unite us to the will of God. For thus says the Holy Word, The Lord has severely chastened me, yet has not given me over to death. For whom the Lord loves, he chastens, and scourges every son whom he receives. The righteous, it says, shall chasten me in mercy, and reprove me. But let not the oil of sinners make fat my head. And again he says, Blessed is the man whom the Lord reproves, and rejects not the warning of the Almighty. For he causes sorrow, and again restores to gladness. He wounds, and his hands make whole. He shall deliver you in six troubles, yea, in the seventh no evil shall touch you. In famine he shall rescue you from death and in war he shall free you from the power of the sword. From the scourge of the tongue will he hide you, and you shall not fear when evil comes. You shall hew at the unrighteous and the wicked, and shall not be afraid of the beasts of the field. For the wild beasts shall be at peace with you. Then shall you know that your house shall be in peace, and the habitation of your tabernacle shall not fail. You shall know also that your seed shall be great, and your children like the grass of the field. And you shall come to the grave like ripened corn, 
which is reaped in its season, or like a heap of the threshing-floor which is gathered together at the proper time. You see, beloved, that protection is afforded to those who are chastened of the Lord, for since God is good, he corrects us that we may be admonished by his holy chastisement. End of chapter 56 Chapter 57 Ye therefore, who laid the foundation of this sedition, submit yourselves to the presbyters, and receive correction, so as to repent, bending the knees of your hearts. Learn to be subject, laying aside the proud and arrogant self-confidence of your tongue. For it is better for you that you should occupy a humble but honorable place in the flock of Christ, than that, being highly exalted, you should be cast out from the hope of his people. For thus speaks all virtuous wisdom. Behold, I will bring forth to you the words of my spirit, and I will teach you my speech. Since I called and you did not hear, I held forth my words and you regarded not, but said it not my counsels, and yielded not at my reproofs. Therefore I too will laugh at your destruction. Yea, I will rejoice when ruin comes upon you, and when sudden confusion overtakes you, when overturning presents itself like a tempest, or when tribulation and oppression fall upon you. For it shall come to pass that when you call upon me, I will not hear you. The wicked shall seek me, and they shall not find me. For they hated wisdom, and did not choose the fear of the Lord, nor would they listen to my counsels, but despised my reproofs. So they shall eat the fruits of their own way, and they shall be filled with their own ungodliness. End of chapter 57 Chapter 58 May God, who sees all things, and who is the ruler of all spirits, and the Lord of all flesh, who chose our Lord Jesus Christ, and us through him to be a peculiar people, grant to every soul that calls upon his glorious and holy name, faith, fear, peace, patience, long-suffering, self-control, purity, and sobriety, to the well-pleasing of his name, our high priest and protector, Jesus Christ, by whom be to him glory and majesty and power and honor, both now and forevermore. Amen. End of chapter 58. Chapter 59. Send back speedily to us, in peace and with joy, these are messengers to you, Claudius Ephibus and Valerius Beto, with Fortunatus, that they may the sooner announce to us the peace and harmony we so earnestly desire and long for among you, and that we may the more quickly rejoice over the good order re-established among you. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you, and with all everywhere that are the called of God, through him, by whom be to him glory, honor, power, majesty, and eternal dominion, from everlasting to everlasting. Amen. End of chapter 59. And also the end of First Clement, Robert's Donaldson Version.